Hey, it's Friday. It's uh, it's midday, so it can only mean one thing. It's time for another episode of that VHS podcast, and I have the the daddy, the dundara of marketing himself, <laughs> Mr. Dan Knowlton, in the house. How's it going, dude? Good. Yeah, I love that <laughs> intro. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> got to, we, we've uh, we've got to get the hype going. In fact, speaking of hype, let's see who's uh, who's in the house. Oh, Lynn is here. Good afternoon, Lynn. Happy Friday to you too. Um, anyone else that's coming into the uh, the comment section? Um, yeah, feel free to to add to the conversation. Pop any questions you've got in the uh, in the comment section, and uh, and we'll go from there. So uh, yeah, how's how's life currently at uh, Knowlton Towers? Good. Yeah, it's a bit quiet, to be honest. It's just me here at the moment, but um, things are good. We're busy, lots going on. Just, good. yeah, look, looking forward to getting out the other side of this pandemic. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not long now, mate. I think uh, that we'll be back out and uh, and doing cool stuff again. I just, yeah, I, I kind of, I miss, because um, I'm doing a lot of training stuff at the moment, but I, I miss um, uh, going out and shooting at the moment. Mm. And just, just freaking speaking to people, actually physically. Like, I just want to go and hug someone. I don't, yeah, I don't know about you. So but... do I. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. I think we should have we should have like some sort of hugathon where we just go out in the street and just randomly hug strangers. That'll I'll be, meet you yeah, for a hug, that... mate. If you want to meet for a hug when it's yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> let's do yeah. it. Let's let's book it into the diary. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Uh, okay, mate. So yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll dive into questions. Don't forget, people, if you've got um, a question for Dan uh, related to uh, video or marketing or LinkedIn or anything else, pop it in the comment section. We'll we'll get it up on the Hi, Paul. screen. Paul is here. <laughs> uh, who else is here? Dan's here. Awesome. Good. We've got Hi, a, a full a full full house this afternoon. Good. <laughs> Lorna says she misses hugging too. I miss <laughs> hugging as well. Um, so yeah, uh, t- tell us all about uh, Linky Dinks. How did you how did you get started on on LinkedIn? Um, how did you discover the the uh, the oasis that is LinkedIn? I'm trying to think when I actually joined. I think it must have been like seven or eight years ago. And I think it was the only reason I joined was I think when starting out in marketing, I thought you just have to join every platform and make a profile. So that was literally my reason for starting. Which sounds really <laughs> rubbish now saying it, but. That was it, really. <laughs> um, I, I think everyone goes through through that um, phase. I think it's um, I think I think a lot of it uh, is to do with uh, Gary V these days. He's like, you know, we need. Mm. I think it's gone up from now. From I think when I first started listening to Gary V, it was like, yeah, you need to be making sixty pieces of content a day across like ten platforms. Jesus. Now it's like close to a hundred pieces of content. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like, yeah, really? That's mental. <laughs> yeah. How? <laughs> I, I think I think Gary's pushing that um, uh, that message out because he's obviously got an army of you know he's got a production army that can produce yeah. content at, at that scale. So that's the narrative he's pushing out. It's like yeah, you need to be making content, and I can make it for you. Even, so, even like, we've got a, even we've got a team now, and we're I feel like we're doing a good job. But I mean, I'd struggle to produce that's, that much content. It's phenomenal, mate. I, I think as well as that seems to me more like a scattergun approach than a sniper approach. I think. Yeah. Like you're going to do it be a bit more targeted and be a bit more yeah. specific with your messaging but maybe i'm old-fashioned <laughs> no no i think you're right he has literally got people whose job is to create memes or create certain, you know stories and stuff so like imagine if you had a team of people following you around creating content for every platform it would be a lot easier yeah it'd be a, yeah it would be a downside easier but mm. unfortunately we uh yeah we're, we're not quite at that stage yet. yeah <laughs> maybe one day one day nick one day <laughs> How did you um? How did you guys first get started? In who's that in the background? 
Lloyd. It's a Lloyd. Hey. It is Lloyd. <laughs> Hi, Lloyd. Um, how did you first get started with uh, with video content? Um, so it must have been about just over six years ago when I, we were working in my parents' back room. And uh, I remember going to um, a marketing event and one of the speakers said, video is the next big thing. You should do video. And I was just like, oh, man, I need to start doing video. So I remember literally strapping, like sellotaping my iPhone to my computer screen and putting it on front camera and creating. Honestly, when you look back at the videos on my on our YouTube, Knowlton YouTube, look back at the first videos, you can see that it was shot like that. And I'm so nervous on camera. I'm like, oh, it's, it's horrible to watch. That's that's the that's a cool thing. No, I think I think that's what I love about making content is that you're it's almost like a digital form of journaling. So when you look yeah. you look back at your older stuff, you like look at look at where we've come, like from there to it's yeah, and, and that's I, what I love about it. I think that with our business anchors podcast, like I can't wait for my son when he's old enough to just look back twenty <laughs> years and see me and Lloyd <laughs> pissing about for an hour on a podcast. I think it'll be. But maybe he won't care. But I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, was you're, you're yeah you're leaving a sort of digital footprint for for him to uh, to to check out or follow. Yeah. So in in that regard, is is pretty cool. I think. Mm. Um, don't forget, people. Uh, if you've got comments or questions, pop them down in the uh, in the comment section. Um, yes, uh, we know you're late, Hedge. There's no excuse. You know, you know what time it is every Friday. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> get on the program. Yeah, Courtney's here too. Awesome. Yeah, don't forget. Um, oh, we've got a question. Here we go. Uh, what advice would you give to a recent grad wanting to pursue a career in marketing and PR? Again. Good question. I uh, like. I don't know what, how much content you're producing already, but I'd definitely start start producing content. Start talking about marketing. Start looking at what's happening in the world of marketing. For example, like Burger King's recent tweet. If I was you, I'd be commenting on that, sharing what your thoughts are on that, um, and just start to put yourself out there to the world with with the content you produce and don't be too scared that it's got to be perfect like like i said looking back at our old videos they are awful it's so cringy to watch them but you have to make those that you have to make content that's crap to learn how to make good content so yeah yeah start yeah so it's, it's yeah it's 10 10 000 hours principle you've got to, you've got to go through the pain barrier of of uh of making poop to get to the gold <laughs> yeah exactly and it's difficult it's difficult to start because you don't like I had this feeling of, oh no, people are going to think what I'm doing is rubbish because it's shot on a mobile and I'm nervous on camera and stuff. But once you understand that, like you need to do that to get to the good stuff, and you overcome that fear, it's so rewarding and it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, and it, and it, there's a you know there's a certain uh, vulnerability aspect to that as well that you know everyone starts somewhere when it comes to um, to anything, mm. um, and we've we've all at some point either going to go through that or or we've been through it and we understand how you're feeling so it's yeah it's, it's perfectly human and normal yeah. um hedge, hedge has got a question uh, what kind of video does the algorithm seem to favor most well i can only go by my experience and what what i kind of post on linkedin but the videos that that get the most engagement and views for us are are kind of comedy skits anything that's that's tapping into something relatable that's like for example um like we do skits around marketing and uh, interesting, funny things that happen in marketing. So yeah, if you look at our LinkedIn, you can see some of those on my, I've featured them on my profile. I find those get the, the, the most kind of engagement. What about you, Nick? What, what have you seen? Have you yeah. seen any? 
Yeah, yeah, pr pretty much the same. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, the off the wall, uh, crazy, zany stuff. Um, I, I did a, um, it was, it was one of the, the best videos I'm most proud of, and this goes mm. back to what we were talking about about the um, the algorithm and stuff. And uh, there was a massive uh, dip in video views around the time of the US election, mm. and I spent a whole day making this like Halloween skit type thing, and um. It's, yeah, personally, it was one of the best pieces of content I think yeah, I've yeah. on the platform. And uh, and and LinkedIn was like, yeah, uh, videos for the for the next few months. We're just going to kill the reach on those. Oh, so I was just like, oh, why, why? Oh, but, That's horrible. But, yeah, but I'm I'm saving it. I'll I'll just bang it up again at um, Halloween this year and see, yeah. see how it does. But, I um, think. Yeah, I'm go on, sorry, go on, Nick. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, I think <laughs> it's it's also kind of subjective as to what you see as successful, though, because. Like for us, you know, we've posted ridiculous videos that are funny and stuff that get loads of views and engagement, but ultimately that that hasn't helped us generate business. Whereas we can post something a lot more serious or a case study that's interesting. No yeah. one engages with it. No, like a few hundred views, but you'll get a message saying, I've you'll seen get this. You'll get direct. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like trying I, to think I, what what is success? How do you judge? I think, I, I think it's uh, it depends if you're talking about you know from a brand awareness standpoint, mm. um, then obviously the the more uh, the bigger view count stuff is going to help you in that regard because um, people are falling into your quote unquote funnel. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's sometimes I, I've had leads come in as well from the most random pieces of content that and and sometimes as well people come they come in as a as a um, inbound lead and you don't they don't necessarily know what specific piece of content they've come to you from i don't yeah. know if you, if you guys have that as well but yeah we always try and we use hubspot to track our kind mm -hmm. of sales process and we always try and ask where did how did you discover us but yeah people don't know themselves sometimes it could be something they saw a year ago and then something else has just popped up and it's, it's I, I think it's that that consistency of content as well isn't it you, you just sort of your you're kind of bombarding them with mm. so much of it that eventually it's yeah you just you just wear them yeah. down <laughs> yeah to the point where, they're, where they're, exactly. they're, they're ready to have a conversation with you but i think um there was a there was a game changer for us with content where we realized we we used to just fully just post like funny entertaining content and it got loads of views and engagement which was great but there was a game-changing moment when we started actually posting about the results we got for clients which isn't necessarily as interesting um, yeah, that, that's the type of content for us where we get the messages on LinkedIn instantly saying, I saw you got the, you know, you, you delivered yeah. this for a client. Let's talk. So it's having that variety, I think. There's, well, there's a direct correlation between the, the content you're putting out and the, the results you're getting for your, for your clients. So it makes, yeah, makes some mm. sense. Uh, yeah. Paul's got a question. Uh, production or story, what is most important? Do you mean by production, do you, do you mean? Better I think he prob probably team. means, yeah, he probably means production value, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, I'd say both. Um, and it depends where the content's going as well. Like stories, for example, you know, the lower produced content, uh, people like to see a, a kind of unfiltered version of what's going on. But anything that we're, most things that we're posting, you know, to, to LinkedIn, the main platform, it's better produced. I think people like to see something that looks a bit pretty. But it's, it's a, it's a, it's a variety. And even for the, the campaigns we run for clients, we do a combination of both. You know, we do, for example, with Wall, the, the male grooming brand, we do user-generated unboxings and we do huge productions that, that uh, look wicked. So it's that variety. Yeah. 
I think uh, Nipan's got a question. What metrics do you focus on to determine the success of video or content? Uh, ultimately, I guess uh, sales, really. I mean, it depends what the end client wants from it, but usually it's either brand awareness or, or sales. But yeah, I guess you can answer that one, Dan. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like looking at keeping an overall view on engagement and views, but ultimately it's what content is helping move the needle with bringing business in because that's that's why we're using the platform <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah it's, it's all very well a piece of content getting a million views but if, if it doesn't convert then what's the point mm, and, yeah and yeah so um you know conversely if 10 people see your video but 10 people buy something off you then win a winner chicken dinner yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um we've, we've answered quite a few questions so i'll go back into to my stuff um yeah do, do you with your um content strategy do you have um kind of like an overarching kind of content strategy or do you uh, do you have kind of a, a sort of set of core values that you build your your content off of how does how does that work yeah so it's definitely evolved over the years i think starting out like anyone we were just trying loads of random stuff and not having much of a structured approach but now it's very structured and we we base our content strategy on a traditional marketing funnel model which i know yeah. you're aware of nick so the the journey someone goes in from awareness to building trust to then yeah. becoming a customer and we map our content strategy to that so for example we produce a variety of entertaining sketches that um, are relatable to people in marketing teams at the top of our funnel so that kind of brings in the audience then we produce things like case studies and showing the work we're doing bts footage showing the campaigns we're working for the kind of middle of funnel content um, yeah. and then in terms of like bottom of funnel and getting people people to actually get in touch Tend, don't tend to produce specific pieces of content saying buy now but it's more kind of calls to action within middle of funnel content if we're sharing a case study we're kind yeah. of saying if you want results like this drop me a message and we'll have a call so it's kind of it's totally based around that yeah that it's, it's, yeah your your, your uh, ctas are a bit more um a bit more subtle and, and more value loaded mm. I, I think that's uh if you're going to go down the um the sales route it's a it's a better way of doing it because you're 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 giving a lot more than you're you're asking ultimately i think it i think it comes from my kind of not hatred but we spoke about this recently <laughs> on, our, yeah. on our podcast of people being really salesy I, i've just always had this thing where if i can if someone is like disrupting me and trying to sell me something when i have and it's unsolicited and i haven't shown any interest i've it just really turns me off and i think our whole mantra of marketing that we've built through our agency has been that value first approach and yeah that's why everything we do is here's loads of value here's something interesting if you want to work <laughs> with us then here's what you do rather than do you want to buy marketing stuff come to yeah. us yes uh, and i think um a lot of people underestimate uh, a core principle of of uh, value especially with um content is entertainment you know i i always say this to people but people go onto linkedin to look at they 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 are there to buy and sell, but ultimately they're on there to escape from work for five minutes and look at cat gifts. So if you can take them, <laughs> if you can take them out of their world for five minutes and get yeah. them to escape into a, to a piece of you know silly content, they exactly yeah, you're winning but that I, life. <laughs> I also think you you don't want to kind of go the other. It's like trying to like you know Nick, it's trying to balance it out. You don't want to go so far that way that you're just posting mm. funny cat gifts and then you've got thousands yeah. of people saying, "Oh, I love your funny cat gifts," but no yeah, clients. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, this is it's trying to get that balance and it's not it's not easy to do. It's like it, it requires a lot of testing and trying different things. And we're constantly having to re 
reshift the balance of you know even like a few months ago we've been in a position where we're like shit we've actually just posted lots of really fun entertaining content but we haven't shared a lot of the work we're doing well let's try and rebalance that out so that people yeah. know we do good work for clients what, what as it well. is yeah yeah what, what what it is you do yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um where are we so uh yeah man why why do you still think people don't understand um inbound marketing through content why do you think they still don't get how this system works i think it's because it takes a long time and you need patience and and you know most people's number one objective is to drive business and if you think if you're you know if your number one objective is to drive business and you go on a platform like linkedin what are you going to do? You're going to try and drive business by talking about what you do and, you know, become a customer, you know, buy my stuff. Whereas it, the whole inbound approach takes, it's a much longer burn to, to draw those people in to build that trust. So I think it's, it's a patience thing. Ultimately, it's yeah. people don't want to take the time and wait to get the results with inbound. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a long burn um, strategy, and it does does take time. I just want to give a shout out to my main sister from another Mister uh, Carol, who I met on Clubhouse. Um, she's mm -hmm. a doctor; she lives in California, and she is literally—I feel like she's family. You are amazing. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for checking out my live stream. You are so cool. Oh, she's she's here That's again. Amazing. Here we go. <laughs> she's so cool. I love Carol. She's Aww. she's the most awesome human being on the planet. Um, love it. Uh, what what do you uh, love most about the the platform about LinkedIn? Um, I think originally it was purely down to how much organic reach and engagement you could get to compared to other platforms. So I remember yeah. like six years ago we started out, and the main platform we used to drive business was Facebook, and then um, Zucks just killed organic reach and engagement <laughs> on there. So then we were like, hmm, we need to try and go somewhere else. And then you'd post something on LinkedIn, and it got like thousands of views, hundreds of comments, the same thing you'd post on Facebook or any other platform, and it didn't. So I think the first thing I loved about LinkedIn was the ability to get out there to more people. But I think the more important thing for us as a business that I love about LinkedIn is you can get in front of really high-profile decision makers and and win business, and they're actually in a, yeah. in a buying mood rather than, like, chilling on Facebook it's, it's or Twitter. flipping bonkers, the access to people that you have at higher levels that um... – that are ultimately just human as well and and engage with your content it flips my noodles sometimes like yeah. this like how else on earth would you've got in front of those people it's just exactly it's bonkers. and it's the, it's the mindset they're in when they're here as well like uh, you know i don't have any data to prove this but i'm sh like people are in a more of a buying mood more more of a doing business mood when you're on linkedin rather than you know scrolling through tiktok and just watching fun videos i'm much more inclined to be here like <laughs> let's do business I've got, I've got um, Lloyd in my my head now. Every time you say, you say that, just I've got him in my head, just going, "This is a this is a professional platform." <laughs> so yeah, you must be doing network. something right. It's a professional network. That, that's um, part of one of our sketches. If people don't have a clue what we're talking about, yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, Carol. Yes, you're in you're in New Jersey. I, I for some reason I thought you were in California. So get my it right. Apologies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll let you um what are uh oh sorry not what are um who are some of your favorite uh content creators on on linkedin oh, on linkedin so i think it's kind of split into two in terms of favorite content creators there's a marketing bucket my nerdy marketing people and then there's yeah. like people who i consume in my lunch hour um 
uh, in terms of of marketing there's people i don't know if you've seen carrie rose from rise at seven she's got no, a really I'm cool check her out now yeah like they're a really cool up and coming uh pr seo agency um and she's young and it's, it's really cool to see what they're doing they've got a bit of a vlog that they do to kind of document their journey in in i think they're from manchester um so okay. yeah really really she's quite a new discovery in my nerdy marketing uh, world <laughs> um also steve bartlett I, I listen to his podcast all the time and and see on linkedin i normally see him post a promo clip and then it drives me to listen to his podcast so he's another one and nice. travis chambers from chamber media travis yeah love i yeah. love travis's stuff yeah he's a uh, travis is a little bit of a because you've met him in real life i think but he's, a, yeah. he's a little bit of a, a little bit of a, tra travis and um and uh chris doe i think i've mentioned to you before are, are mm. two uh yeah two two heroes of mine i think he put out a video a little while ago of um of them doing uh i think it was like a, a um like a pitch video of i can't remember what being was, like, no it wasn't the wax one it was him him dressed up as a as a devil i think and they were doing like a bit like a, like a pop video thing i was like yeah. dude like you were just like you literally just hang your balls out there and do it and i'm like yeah. i completely admire that it's just amazing I admire the creativity. Like they, some of the creative stuff they come up with, I'm looking at like, oh man, I wish we thought of that. <laughs> Have you checked out? You must, uh, you must know who the Harmon brothers are as well. You checked out their stuff. I feel like I should have because you said that, but oh, I don't. Oh, dude, think so. they, um, uh, the uh, Squatty Boy Unicorn Poop people. Oh, I've seen that ad. I've yeah, that yeah, ad. yeah. They they do some really good stuff as well. Their, their stuff's oh, cool. really what tongue they in cheek. I'm just gonna know the, the Harmon the Harmon brothers. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, but there's just a few people. I think other people like that aren't in the marketing marketing bucket aren't on LinkedIn. I was gonna say like I follow someone called True Geordie, another guy called Steven Tries, there's a Sidemen, Beta Squad. These are like my nerdy non-marketing content I consume, but that's more YouTube. So love it. Love it. <laughs> I love it that you're getting nerdy. Get nerdy on me. Talk talk nerdy to me. <laughs> <laughs> um what are uh i always find this this one difficult to to answer um yeah it seems to me that only carol is the only person that's actually putting comments in the comment section at the moment people come, come on, on guys Friday. you must have had you must have eaten some sort of sandwich now you know that the carbs are probably kicking in the sugar levels are coming back up so come on hedge i know you're there hedge let's get the comment section lit up come, come on, on. we'll see some more comments Let's keep them going. You got this. <laughs> Feed us into the weekend. Um, what are what? Uh, blah, 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 where are we? I've lost my train of thought now. Um, that's, I'm going to blame Hedge for that one. Uh, <laughs> what are some of the best pieces of content that you've seen on the platform? Now, I always find this one really difficult to answer because we're, we're bombarded, we're saturated with so much content that I always find it difficult to, to remember. I'll be honest. I actually don't spend a huge amount of time con currently consuming content in my feed on LinkedIn, which sounds really bad. Yeah. I'm the worst LinkedIn user marketing person ever, but most of my most of my time on LinkedIn is spent having conversations with people who are, who are either on our content or on their content. So I, I like I, I love Shay Robottom stuff pops in my newsfeed every now and again, and her kind of skit stuff is is really um, entertaining. Um, but yeah, in terms of specific piece of content, I don't know. You tell me one, Nick. What, what, tell me. It's, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> it's I, 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 I really do struggle with specific pieces of, I, I think, I think I, I do remember one of yours that sticks in my mind and that was the, um, 
uh, the one where you were talking about sort of traditional uh, marketing. I think I think it was uh, Lloyd like talking about flyers and. Oh, do, marketing do that channels one? in real life. That, yeah, 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 marketing channels in real life. That was a good one. That that one yeah. sticks. Oh, my, thanks. My brain. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. <laughs> I can think of lots of stuff I don't like, like styles of content, like the whole, you know, people telling made up stories of I hired someone, but only because oh. they were all that stuff. <laughs> it's just, there's so much stuff that I think I, I honestly don't, I think the quality of content in my feed is, is getting worse. <laughs> it's just like, true. But that, that's, I love that though. I don't know about you, but I love that because I, the worse the content gets, the better our stuff gets. Yeah. <laughs> it just inspires you to make better content yeah but it's it's crazy that I, i'm sure people on linkedin are way behind the times of like do people not get that it's just a made-up <laughs> story like, of... it's like it's like it's like some sort of yeah 19 1970s 1980s yeah. feed of just just but, but if you look in the dirge. comments everyone's like oh wow this is such a good story i love it but i'm like oh come on this is just made <laughs> made up crap but I mean, if it, if it's working for them, good for them. I guess it's yeah. just uh, it's interesting. If, 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 if it works, stick to it, I guess. But um, what trends are you starting to notice on the uh, on the platform? I've started to see lots more people posting more kind of personal content, and I know we do this anyway, Nick. But I think, like in my feed, I've seen like traditionally LinkedIn has been very corporate, and there's been some people who have broke the norm and you know and created sort of non corporate content. But now I'm seeing a lot more, you know things like what people are up to and and like telling stories of things that are going on in their personal lives and i like that and you know you get the people mm. like this isn't facebook or whatever i that's just on facebook yeah <laughs> exactly i i like it i think i think it's nice to see the personal side of people rather than it being yeah. very businessy and corporatey but i guess that's our kind of whole mantra of marketing of being non-corporate so maybe that's just me but i like it yeah, think? I, I think it's um yeah. Ultimately, uh, it's you know, as business people, we are still people fundamentally, and and when you merge those two aspects of you, people, it's like it's like um I'm going to use the uh, Marvel Comics analogy, but it's like it's like you know Bruce Banner and the Hulk, they are the same person. You just mm. need to, to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not they're not two separate people. They are the, the yeah the same person. So when and when you merge that. Um, mm. make it more fluid that's when the, the magic happens I, think. I, I still think though most people still have this guard up on linkedin compared to other platforms yeah. they yeah. still have this thing of feeling the need to be very professional and i get like you know you don't want to go the other way and be crazy unprofessional and be being rude and stuff but yeah i don't know i think people need to let that barrier down a bit the people that do let that barrier down and do show more of their personal side tend to get more engagement and more conversations and, and that kind of thing so yeah it's um yeah it's, it's just uh i hate the it's the buzzword of the uh, of the moment authenticity don't say it but, don't say it but, yeah authentic oh, <laughs> well so the a word it's almost the a word and the e word for me boils my What's piss e expert i fucking hate <laughs> the word expert i hate it can't stand it no Look one my profile too, if i've got expert in it yeah no, no one's no one's an expert in anything you're always uh learning shit there's always new stuff mm. to I've been making I've been making video content for over 25 years and I still feel mm. like there's a shit ton of stuff yeah. to, to learn about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I hate the word. Constant. I think it's hate it's, it. the, it's the other thing with these experts though and you know experts whoever whoever's an expert it's I think everyone should be taking advice 
everyone's piece of advice, even if they're the, even if they're the best in the world at what they do with a pinch of salt, yeah. because it's yeah. they're just giving you advice based on it's, just it's like their, us. their their advice from their perspective. Which, exactly. Yeah. Anything I whenever I try and give someone advice, I always try and tee up with from my experience of what we've done and what's worked for us, rather than we've done this, you should do it. You know, it's it's trying to understand not to listen to everything. Yeah. Uh, Danny's just put them people who say this isn't Facebook iron their socks in the morning before reading the weather <laughs> forecast in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. To me. Love it. Uh, or everyone's a coach. Yeah, you're right, Lorna. Everyone is a coach. There is yeah, some sort of uh, some sort of coaching going on there, which yeah, <laughs> I can relate to. Um, uh, do you do you think because we sort of um, touched on this earlier before we we started the call? Uh, yes, I am baiting, uh, trolling our club, our clubhouse. Room. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you think content creators are the driving force of traffic on the platform? And do you think we need to see more creativity from the content? Do you, do you think content creators need to be more celebrated on the platform? Yeah, I think we were talking about this before. Like, there, there, there's not been a huge amount of support for content creators, but they're the people who are, you know, LinkedIn's ultimate goal is to get more people to spend more time on the platform. What achieves yep. that? content creators creating good content and there hasn't been a huge amount of support for them. I know you mentioned earlier there's some kind of someone's been hired within LinkedIn to to support content creators you mentioned before Nick. Yeah there's there's um I think a, a, a article got put out a couple of weeks ago them uh, talking about um they were sourcing a particular person for a role to um to potentially add a content creators uh platform to, to LinkedIn mm. um and yeah I for one would would welcome it I mean to get yeah to get paid to to make the content that we <laughs> that, yeah. that we do as a for for marketing efforts would be uh, would would be nice. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I think it would encourage more. You know, there's a whole um, world of people out there that create. You know, like there's artists and and comedians mm. and, and people that I'd love to see on the platform that that yeah. are put off by the platform because it's a professional platform. Yeah that would just do phenomenally well on it and, and yeah. really kind of, you know, bring a, a breath of fresh air to the, to the platform. Yeah, definitely. To, to, to come on to it. So. Definitely. Or that they were aware that they could. Um, Adam's got a question for you both. Sorry if changing the tone. What's the best strategy working right now on LinkedIn to win inquiries? So for us, it's sharing results. I think I kind of mentioned this earlier, but but that's only one part of the puzzle, though. Like like yeah. if you're just asking for one singular thing, what what generates the most new business for us on LinkedIn? It's talking about the results we've achieved for other clients and showing evidence and data to back that up. However, yeah. that that doesn't give you the full picture because all of the other content that builds awareness, um, you know, like yeah. our entertaining marketing sketches, that all feeds into the funnel, the marketing funnel. Yeah. So I think you know, just sharing the results you've achieved for other clients isn't going to get you the best results, but doing that alongside, you know, producing a load of great awareness content that draws, draws people, the right people in. Um, yeah. I don't you're know. Building what, up a, you're, you're building up a three dimensional, um, uh, you know, picture of, of who you are and who the business are through, through that content. It's, it's never one piece of content and, and, and you should, yeah, you should be, I call it no like and trust, but you call it mm. um, traditional marketing is awareness, uh, consideration, consideration and purchase. purchase. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's a combination of, of all that content. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to uh, my favourite part of the show now. Let me just switch over my angles. <laughs> there wow. we go. 
Ta-da. So, uh, yes, here we go. It is the quickfire movie quiz round. So buckle yourself in. Oh, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Pop quiz, hot chat. <laughs> what's your What's your favourite film? My favourite film? Oh, do I have to pick one? Okay, I'll, I'll, to pick, one. I'll pick, pick one. Gladiator. Gladiator. Yep, I can uh, I can I can see that. Um husband to a to a murdered wife, uh, father yeah. to a murdered son. Yes. <laughs> Russell Crowe, amazing film. Uh favorite movie quote. Oh. <laughs> the one you just said from Gladiator. <laughs> oh, there we go. Then yeah, that one. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, um uh, you're never gonna win many friends in this room if you pick the wrong one, but Star Trek or Star Wars. Oh, got to be Star Wars. Yeah! You chose wisely. <laughs> Winner. Thank you. Uh, first film you remember seeing as a kid? Matilda. Matilda? Oh, man, that's a cracking film. Hmm. Yeah. I also last night watched Mrs. Doubtfire, which is an absolute classic. Love that. Yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah, my uh, made my daughter watch that. I think about six months ago when when lockdown all kicked off, and she was yeah she was peeing her pants. Lovely, <laughs> such a good film. Uh, what's your favourite genre of films? If you have one, sci-fi. Sci-fi. Oh, okay, see, I didn't know you were a, a fellow sci-fi nerd. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, favourite actor or actress? Ooh, Denzel Washington. Yep, Denzel is the man. I liked um. Uh, oh, what's the recent Man on Fire? Oh, there's recent um, Equalizer, oh, Equalizer, yeah. The Equalizer mm. ones he's, he's done recently, really, really good. Mm. I like those. Man on Fire, he's just, got, he's, he's just got um, he's just got presence. That man is just, yeah, he's a yeah. really solid actor. There's a there's one he did, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's one he did a little while back, and it's about uh, he's an airline pilot and he, and he basically saves a plane full of people. I don't know if you've oh, seen that um, I can't remember the name of it. If anyone knows the name, yeah. of it, put it in the comment section but that's there really is, good there is one that i watched that was rubbish which was i can't remember what it was where he's stopping a train did you see that one uh no it's like a runaway train and he was in it but it was awful don't watch that one <laughs> <laughs> duly noted uh that danny's danny's put i used to have a crush on miss honey in matilda yeah, oh my, miss honey she's amazing uh adam says training day is awesome yeah that is a good film too mm. um who is your favorite director if you have one Got to be Spielberg, isn't it? I mean, that's just good old, yeah, good old Spielberg. Yeah, he, uh, he never disappoints. You think of that—that that man's output, the sheer volume. It's like Stephen King. Like, okay, yeah, his endings suck in his books sometimes, but you look at the sheer output that, like, the, mm. the sheer number of books that that the man changed—it's like it's phenomenal. It's <laughs> like, he, I, I swear to God, people like that—they either have some sort of weird, like, do they have like tumors or something? Like, like some part of their brain is just off kilt and it's like i've just yeah. need to keep making like yeah they must just 24 7 be creating i mean yeah it's it's, it's hard I, I this is another question i was going to ask you actually i mean do you get that with like i i get it sometimes and i had it a few weeks ago where you get creative burnout i just just like i think just... we we do we get that fairly regularly but what we tend to yeah. do is just go for like for example thinking of podcast topic ideas sometimes we're sitting there thinking what will be interesting for us to talk about others instantly comes to us but if we ever get yeah. that we just go for a walk and talk yeah, yeah. so yeah. much more um, 
creative on the same you don't, when you don't yeah when you don't you don't force it I, I try and meditate a lot i go for bike rides and stuff just to i think mm. being out in nature and just clearing your head sometimes you just stuff yeah. slips through the cracks easier that way and also sometimes just knowing that now's not the right time to be creative and just saying i'm not in a creative mindset let's just do it yeah tomorrow yeah, don't, or, yeah, you know. yeah don't 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 force it because you end up mm. with with pooper boys mm. <laughs> yeah um my most uh most hated film of all time Ah, oh, um, ah, oh, this is what films are. Oh, oh, I'm working oh, on this oh. one. <laughs> the the what the recent one, George Clooney on Netflix, the spacey one. It is awful. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it. Uh, I was going to watch that. I was going to watch it in IMAX, but I'm I'm glad I haven't now. So I'm literally going to get the name of it now because that's going to annoy me. That's, just don't mind. It's me. got so, so, him and Sandra Bullock. The Midnight yeah. Sky. The Midnight Sky. Oh, oh, Midnight Sky. The one on Netflix. You mean? Oh yeah, it was awful. But you're you're a sci-fi nerd. So I know I, I am, but nothing happens in it. it <laughs> you know, like it's just like following someone's life. Like, oh, they got up and had breakfast. Oh, they <laughs> went to. It's like it's just ridiculous. Nothing, nothing entertaining. Uh, good. No, I'm gonna avoid nothing. that one then. Yeah. Cool. Right. We're uh, we are yeah we're we're up to time. Uh, absolute pleasure having you on, sir. You've uh, you oh, have thanks, filled filled my Friday. Thanks everyone <laughs> for um for, for for tuning in. Um, and we will yeah have a have a safe uh, and restful weekend. Don't spend too much time on Clubhouse. Uh, and <laughs> we will see you all again uh, next Friday. Have a good weekend, everyone. See you Bye. later. Bye. Bye.